2: 432-7434. and now please welcome dr. David Anderson your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital
3: good afternoon friends David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer watching me on uh, Facebook live at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Uh, I'm so glad that you're tuned in or, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1. FM, right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the nation's capital and the surrounding metropolitan areas. Well, listen, uh, if you're tuned in, you probably know how I roll every day. If you don't know, let me tell you, if you do know, say it with me. We kick it off with marriage Mondays, tough topic Tuesdays, that's today. Wisdom Wednesdays, theological Thursdays, and then open phone and Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about. On Friday is Fair Game. Today is Tough Topic Tuesday, and before we get started and before I introduce the topic, let me just tell you that at my church, Bridgeway Community Church, we are hosting a mental health and faith conference. That's right, Saturday, May 19th, uh, 2018. It is our first mental health and faith conference. So if you want to get more information and sign up, all you have to do is send an email over to bccmentalhealthandfaith at gmail.com. One more time, bccmentalhealthandfaith at gmail.com to learn more information about the Mental Health and Faith Conference on May 19th, 2018. Now, this is a call in talk show, and our topic today is barriers to good success. You know, uh, on Marriage Monday, we talked about barriers to a, a good and great marriage. But what about good and great success? What are your barriers to achieving good success? Do you believe that God wants you to be successful? What is success? And what are the barriers keeping you from succeeding? I want to help you in that regard, um, and I think that there are many people uh, who probably fit into the category of being, quote-unquote, successful. The scripture teaches us that when you want to grow wise, you hang with the wise, uh, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Well, the same is true. If you want to be a success, you've got to hang around people who are successful, who are achieving that which is purposed for them. Uh, If you want to hang around people that are foolish, people that seem to uh, fumble around all the time, never really uh, have a motivation to do anything, uh, and are in the same place they were 20 years ago and most likely will be in the same place uh, 20 years from now, you keep hanging out with them, guess what? That's what you're going to be. But you've got to make sure that if you're going to succeed, uh, that you are around and that you are under And that you are being mentored by, whether it's on television, radio, books, in churches, and companies, at conferences, around people who are doing what you want to do and who are being what you want to be. So that's what we're going to talk about today. How's that sound? Give me a call on this Tough Topic Tuesday. And it is tough in that uh, uh, success is not something that just comes at you. It's something you have to go after. And as soon as you do, you're going to run into something called barriers. That's right. So let's talk through some of those barriers that you might be uh, running into as you're seeking to achieve success in business, in ministry, in relationships, whatever it may be. Let's talk about it. Having said that, we always commit our time to prayer. So let's do that. We always commit our time to God in prayer before we have our conversation. So let me open the phone lines now. They are open. And let's say a prayer. Here's my number, by the way, 888 4327434 that's 8884327434 let's pray together dear lord thank you that you call us to success in what you've called us to do equip us and give us your insight today how to get around under over through the barriers that are coming against us as we're trying to do what you've purposed for us to do. We commit this time over to you now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said amen and amen. Well, how many of you want to be successful? How many of you want to prosper? How many of you want to reach a goal in your life? Uh, my mother used to always say, if you um, don't have a target, you'll hit it every time. In other words, uh, that means you've got to set a goal. You've got to have a target. My dad used to always say, um, plan your work and work your plan. And so uh, how can we help you move toward uh, true success? Well, we want to help you out there. And so why don't you give us a call at 888-432-7434. That's triple eight four three bridge Now listen to what uh, the scripture says. You got to hold on to this proverb, by the way, if you uh, don't already know it. It's Proverbs chapter 16. And this is uh, what it says. As I'm flipping my way there, I'm remembering as I'm talking to you, verse three, this is what it says. Commit to the Lord, whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. Commit to the Lord, whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. So did you notice that, uh, you know, you're committing it to the Lord, it's your plans, uh, but then they will succeed. So you and God are partnering in your success. Now is God ultimately the one that helps you succeed? Of course He is, but He wants you to be a part of it. It's not simply okay, God, I'm gonna sit here and You're gonna make me successful. No, what are you planning? What do you uh, What do you have in your mind? What vision has He put in your in your heart? All of this is a part of what it means to succeed. You have to have a plan. Uh, you have to have a sense of purpose, and God has to drop. Uh On you, okay, a vision. what do you do with that? okay, so you have to have your plans, you commit it to the Lord, but it, it, verse four makes it clear: the Lord works out everything for his own ends, so uh trust me, uh if you plan badly, uh the Lord will still work it out to his own ends, but we want to help you plan uh prosperously and effectively, and so uh, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about success. How are you gonna achieve it? How can I help you with the barriers against it? Let's run to our commercial break, and as soon as we get back, I'm taking your phone calls. My line is now open, 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. What are your barriers to achieving good success? Give me a call. Let's work it out. This is Real Talk with dr david anderson
2: the multicultural ministry handbook what is multicultural ministry how does it affect me why is it important If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com or Andersonspeaks.com.
3: to your basement and there was that smell. You weren't quite sure what it was. Mold, mildew, cracks or blistered paint in your walls. Well, listen, you need to call Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come by, give you a free inspection and they'll let you know, is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home? They have more than 30 years of experience and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection. All you got to do is give them a call. 844 nine98 3707 One more time. Here's the number eight four four nine eight zero thirty seven zero seven. Or check them out at BestBuyWaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate five hundred dollars to support my radio ministry. So give them a call. Best Buy
4: Waterproofing. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly Textpiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I N S P I R E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
3: And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? If you're just joining us on this Tough Topic Tuesday, we're talking about barriers to good success barriers to great success Uh, what is your barrier to achieving good or great success i'm here to walk you through it help you out with it let me give you the phone number and then i'm going to jump on to the phone line 888-432-7434 that's 888-43-BRIDGE all right let's talk to sean in fairfax virginia hi sean welcome to the show how are you sir
5: um, I am actually doing fine. Oh, how are
3: you, ma'am? I'm so sorry about that. You don't oh, sound like a sir. I promise you that.
5: <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Um there you go. Just the question is, um, once you have success and you are surrounded by people that are not wise and you end up losing the success, how do you get it back?
3: So, basically, how do you get back to success once you've lost it?
5: Yes. Mm hmm
3: Is that your scenario? Yes. Okay. So, tell me a little bit more what happened.
5: Um, It was an opportunity for um, my employer to promote me, and out of fear, I decided not to go for the promotion. I listened to friends that were saying, oh, don't do it if you feel that way, and, Mm -hmm. and From that, I ended up just not, um, just been trying to get my way back to getting promotions again,
3: but Mm
5: -hmm. it hasn't worked out.
3: Are you still with the same company?
5: Uh, No, I ended up leaving the company.
3: Okay, gotcha. So, in a sense, you're regretting it in that you wish that you would have taken the promotion and continued going, but you were listening to other people around you and you made the wrong decision. Is that what I'm hearing? Okay, gotcha. What did you do to get to the level where you were before?
5: I what I did was I came in there with a positive attitude, mm-hmm. and I just went in there, um, worked efficiently, and made mm-hmm. sure that I had. Um, I was just a hard worker. I right. Did what I had to do. <laughs> now,
3: and, and what are you doing now for work?
5: Um, now for work, I'm in the same field, but mm-hmm. I'm. Pretty much, you know, I'm at a place that's lower than where I was previously at right. my employer, and um, it just affected me in a negative way sure. um, in regards to not taking a promotion. So I didn't have the same amount of confidence after that.
3: Yeah, I understand. So, um, do you do you like sports at all? Do you know the game of football or anything like that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so there is a time when you can be up meaning that you have, let's say, two or three touchdowns. So let's say you have, like, 21 points, and you're feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then you go into the locker room, you guys come back out, and then all of a sudden the other team uh, adjusts. They run some plays, and before you know it, uh, they're up. Now they've got made four mm-hmm. touchdowns or five touchdowns, so they're up 28 or 35 points to your 21. Now let me ask you the question. Mm-hmm. What would you say to the team that was up 21 to nothing, and now they're down 35 to 21, and there's still another quarter left, meaning they still have another 15 to 20 minutes left in the game. What would you say to that team that was up, but they're not up anymore?
5: Mm -hmm. Um, I would just tell them just keep on. um, You have to finish the game. You have to finish strong, Mm -hmm. even though you may start, you know, you didn't start the way you wanted to start and Mm -hmm. may have won a couple of plays that, What's beneficial to winning the game, um, you still have a quarter to go.
3: That's it. So the game's not over yet, right?
5: Yes. There and I, I have to tell myself that every day, like, I can start over. But yep. it's just, I feel like that was a, a gift from God, and I didn't know it until yep. now.
3: Yep. So are you going to go off the field and sit on the bench and sulk over it? Are you going to go back into the locker room, or are you going to – get back on the field, and keep fighting until you win the game? I have to
5: get back and keep on fighting.
3: Yeah. See, what I think you need more than anything else is a motivational talk. I'm I'm the guy here to kind of pat you on the back and push you back onto the field. Because you already have the ability to do it. You've already proven that. But you've taken a hit, you've had an injury or whatever, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. now you're not up anymore. But you can be up again. So I need you to get back up and get back in there. And the same skills of positivity, hard work, and stick-to-itiveness that you had before are the mm-hmm. same skills that are going to get you not only where you wanted to be, but beyond where you were. And I believe that. Other promotions are coming. Other opportunities are okay, coming, okay. and you've got to be prepared okay. for those. So let the past be the past. So what? You were up by 21 yeah, points. That's, that's over now. Yeah. Now it's Now it's get back in the game and score some more touchdowns. And that's what you have to do. Okay, I have to tell
5: myself the promotion will come and that wasn't the only
3: one, okay? I yeah, like I mean, it. unless the game's over. Is the game over?
5: No, I'm still alive.
3: There you go. <laughs> so the game's not over. You still have time and, and you can you can do better than you did before. That's over. You missed that one. Big deal. Now it's time yes. to get back in there until the game is over. Now, if the game is over and you lost the game, then I'd be sulking, man, I can't believe I did that. But the game's not over. Yeah. So the clock is still yeah. ticking. You're still good to go. So get in there, work hard, be positive, overcome whatever barriers are in front of you, and at, uh, make sure that you see that there is still room to run in front of you. You can make it to the goal line. You will make it to the goal line. And you have opportunities that are still going to come. Mm-hmm. You know. So you have okay. to perform well in what you're doing now and get ready for the next promotion. Because the next time this happens to you, You you don't need to think about it. You don't need to talk to the people you talked to before. All you got to do is say, thank Mm -hmm. you, Jesus. I'm in.
5: Okay. Yes. Amen to that. So
3: don't mess up a second time. Now you have an opportunity to get the ball back. You're not going to fumble it this time. This time when that opportunity comes, you're in. (laughs) Right. Okay. That's good. That's all he wants to know. It's coming back to you. Don't worry about it.
5: Okay. Thank you so
3: much. (laughs) All right, Sean. Hey, Lord bless you. Thanks a lot for hanging with me. Well, this is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm in here with you. I'll be your coach if you need me to be. Just give me a call, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Samantha in Washington, D.C. Hi, Samantha. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you?
6: Uh Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call.
3: My pleasure.
6: Uh, I, I wish I could be more precise with you, but I'll try to do my best. Okay. Um, I have no doubt that God would see my plans through, Mm -hmm. but I can't even seem to develop a plan.
3: A plan to do what?
6: That's just it. I can't come to anything concrete. Mm -hmm. You know, I would start out with things, and then I would lose interest, Mm -hmm. lose passion. Yeah. And I just can't, can't seem to keep something going with enthusiasm.
3: I see. Let's get the category right. Are we talking about a plan in business, a plan in ministry, or a plan in relationships? What's the category?
6: Uh, A plan in business.
3: Okay. A plan in business. How much money do you want to make?
6: Money has never been very important to me. Okay. Um, And basically what I do make, I want to give and donate a a large percentage of that to charity.
3: Okay. So is that what your plan is to... uh, give make make little money but give a lot of the little money that you have away
6: exactly okay or make big money and give a lot of the money the big money away
3: okay well that's we got to make a decision though are we going to make big money or we going to make a little money
6: we're going to make big
3: money okay so then money does matter what you do with it is a different story (laughs) but you said money doesn't matter you got if you want to be a a philanthropist if you want to be a a generous donor right you can be a generous Mm -hmm. donor making twenty thousand dollars and give fifteen thousand away and live on five thousand and be in poverty or you can make two hundred thousand dollars all right live on a hundred thousand and give a hundred thousand away or you can make two million dollars and live on two hundred fifty thousand and put the rest in a foundation and start giving it away and living off the interest of that but you know when we say money doesn't matter Uh, then that probably means you're not going to be quite a philanthropist or somebody who's really donating a lot. Uh, It sounds to me so, first of all, I would just challenge and say, okay, money does matter. So can can we settle that one?
6: Yes, we can.
3: Okay, good. Now, how do you make that money? If you could choose any kind of business, what would be the kind of business that would really inspire you that you'd want to do?
6: Well, I've always had this notion of an after-dinner restaurant
3: hmm Is that a lounge? Yes. Okay. So when people have had their steak, <laughs> when they've had their Italian uh, meal, and now it's mm-hmm. 9 o'clock at night, and they want to go have a place where they can have like a little nightcap and hang out with a couple of friends and, and kind of socialize, you want them to come to your place. Is that right?
6: That's the ambiance, yes.
3: Got it. And you want that place to have a little bit of jazz music or – uh, Definitely. Oh, see, I'm with you. I'm almost going to come there. I'm just waiting for you to build it. Okay. <laughs> are, are we talking leather couches and some nice lights and and kind of a smooth uh, relaxation environment? Yes. Excellent. Do we want to do this in the city or do we want to do this in the suburbs?
6: I would like to do it in
3: the city. Uh-huh. And what kind of clientele are we looking at? Maybe uh, 35 and over type of clientele? Or I don't n-
6: know. Well, you know, I never thought about that, and Mm -hmm. I really don't like to put um, an an age out there because, you know, you have some very mature young people and you have some very immature older people.
3: Understood. So
6: it would be more like people who could actually appreciate a setting like that.
3: Understood. So what group of people within a 10- to 20-year age span do you think would actually enjoy after dinner, late night, lounge, where they can have conversation and listen to some smooth jazz.
6: With all honesty, it would be forty and over.
3: There you go. Now we're getting there. All right. Mm-hmm. Because the reason I say that is, a twenty-eight-year-old is not going to want to do that uh, regularly, okay? Or a twenty-two-year-old mm-hmm. is definitely not going to want to do that, and they ain't going to go have a steak either and sit at a, a you know Ruth's Chris and then go somewhere and sit down and have. Now you're going to find a few, but the reality is those few, right. those few are not going to fuel your business plan. All right, yeah. so you mm-hmm. got to say okay, I'm looking for that 40 and over, 40 to 55, uh 15 year age span and we want to go after them. So they're the ones that are going to like Gerald oh. Gerald Albright, you know, they're the ones that are going to mm-hmm. like uh a little smooth jazz. They don't they don't want yeah. electronic dance music. They don't want to bop up and down, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> okay. it's important to understand your target. So, first of all, I would say develop a plan uh of who you're trying to you know, target. So we already got that 40 to 55. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of ambiance you want, and what location you want. Uh, so we've kind of got all that down. Now what we gotta find out is how much can you afford to uh, to borrow in order to get this started. Now that's gonna deal with your personal okay. numbers. I know we can't deal with that on the air, but you wanna sit down yeah. with a with a banker or someone and say, okay, based on my finances, based on my credit score how much can I actually get? Because you're probably going to have to take out a small business loan to do it. But these are the kind of plans we're talking about because you already have the vision for it. So, and you already have sort of the idea that you want. Now you just got to get a couple of team members. And the first team you need to get is is your bank. (laughs) Okay. They're one of the very first (laughs) uh, kinds of people you want to get on your team. And a lot of banks, like the one I'm on a board of a bank, uh, BB&T, a lot of banks actually have Mm -hmm. people that you can sit down with to think this through so you can actually get a real plan going. So I'd encourage you to do that with your bank, okay? Okay, I
4: will
6: do
3: that. All right, Samantha from Washington, D.C., I appreciate you. Hey, listen, it's just the first 30 minutes. I still have 30 minutes with you. You want to be a success. You want to talk about success. You want to talk about the barriers to it? Hey, listen, I'll be your coach if you want me to. 888-432-7434. My lines are open. I'll be right back.
7: It's
5: always been about the music.
0: Even though mortgage rates are rising, they're still near record lows. So as a homeowner, the things that you should be considering. Hey, everyone, this is Brian. And this is Mike of Fellowship Home Loans. Right now, your home value is probably higher than you realize. A perfect time to consolidate debt, take cash out for home improvements, eliminate PMI, and a host of other possibilities, not the least of which is maximizing your tax deduction. Home values are up, and the housing market is strong. Time to have your house work for you. If you want to find out more about what equity you have in your home and how you can use it, give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283. Or online, fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans, mortgage lending guided by Christian principles.
6: Come and get your loan, Fellowship Home Loans.
0: Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. This is Lonnie Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. There's a fine line between compassion and foolishness when it comes to public policy impacting the homeless. Unfortunately, a whole host of cities, particularly in California, have crossed that line. In San Francisco, liberal policies and neglectful elected officials have enabled disorder. The homeless are camped out on sidewalks, public drug use is soaring, and some streets are littered with waste. In 2017, over 7,000 homeless people were found during a one-night count. And this year, there have already been over 8,000 requests to clean up human waste and another 3,700 to pick up needles left on the street. We should be a compassionate society. But we also must recognize when our leaders have failed in their fundamental responsibility, both to help those in need and to promote public safety. The time for action is long past due. I'm Lon He Chen.
1: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, preparing leaders for the public square.
0: 800- Six seven one seventy seventy. That's eight hundred six seven one seventy seventy. Eight hundred six seven one seventy seventy or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states.
3: Hello, everybody. This is David Anderson. We are in the second half of our show talking about success, the barriers to success. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. And, you know, uh, we want to succeed. We want to prosper. We want to make it to the destination and the goal that God has for us and that we see for ourselves. But there are barriers in between that goal and us. That's what we're talking about today. How do you get around or through those barriers? I'm going to try to help push you through them. I'm going to try to help you get around them if I can. And so far in the first half of our conversation, we've talked with Sean and and Samantha. And guess what? I think they both are going to move toward success. I think you are as well. And uh, God desires it too. Remember Proverbs uh, 16.3. I read this before. I'll read it again. Commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. So, of course, we start with committing it to the Lord. But there still are plans. There's nothing wrong with planning. God desires for you to plan, uh, and you know what? Uh, if they don't succeed, maybe there's something wrong with the plan. Maybe uh, it's not in God's will. We got to leave that to God. But don't fail to plan. And uh, like my my papa, my daddy used to say, if you uh, uh, plan your work, then you work your plan. All right. But uh, you will miss your target every time if you don't have one. So let me talk you through it. Let me walk you through it if you want me to. I'm available, and I've got two open lines, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Riverdale, Maryland. Talk to Rico, who's on the line. Hello, Rico. David Anderson here. How you doing? Listen, how you doing? I love your show. I'm always um, calling and listening. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate that. So what are you thinking today? Thank
1: you. I had a question since you're talking about business. I started a business. Okay. Um, about a year ago, yeah, and now I have a particular product. Uh, God gave me the vision to start this product. Okay, and so I'm wondering, two, one, how to get out of the local bubble where you're just selling and entertaining, you know, people that you know, and two,
3: yeah.
1: how do you, um, you know, not become a starving artist, yeah, because you won't budge in prices, and then not become disco stew where you're giving everything away. Just that, yeah. that uh-huh. you know, how do you get out of that? Yeah,
3: what's cycle? what's the product? If you can share.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I have, um, I make custom teddy bears. They have okay. various teams on them Redskins, Cowboys. So I try to appeal to, you know, um, baby showers, football mm-hmm. fans. Mm-hmm. I just do a barrage of them. have a pretty good following on Instagram now.
3: Okay. That's great. So uh, yeah. a couple of things. First of all, uh, what is your Instagram?
1: It's Ready, Ready, Teddy.
3: Ready, Ready, Teddy. Yes, so, sir. So is it Ready Ready or Ready Eddie? No, it's Ready Ready. Okay, Ready Ready Teddy. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, I'm going to look you up first of all, okay? Um, and yes, I, I, I want to order something from you um, and see what you do. But uh, how many people do you have following you on, on Instagram?
1: Um, I think about 100, if not maybe just shy under 100.
3: Gotcha. Okay. So I think you're doing the right thing so far as the social media. So I'd get yourself out on Twitter. I'd get yourself out on um, on Instagram. I'd get yourself out on Facebook. Uh, but I also might do a friends and family campaign. And so uh, whoever your friends and family are, I have a mailing list mm-hmm. and send out to them um, a link so that they can go look and, and just lean on them. Say, hey, listen, I just started this new business. I know your friends and family. I hope you'll tell other people about it. And if you can get people to buy 10 of these bears, I'd like to give one to you for free. And and think that's the way you market it. So you don't want to give everything for free, but you should give one out of 10 for free because I think that's going to help you. Okay, okay. You know, so if, okay. if if you can, one out of 11, really. So anybody who purchases can get 10 purchases, you give them one for free. Now they don't have to buy it, but they can get 10 people to buy it. And I'd push it that way. And I, what I would think about is don't worry about that you're in the local bubble. What you, want mm-hmm. is, what you want is distribution. You want to get through your inventory, right? Right. And you don't care how you get through your inventory. So if you have a 1,000 bears, you don't care whether it's local or whether it's uh, national. You just want to get those bears out. And once, right. once you start struggling with uh, you can't get enough orders, now – you can start talking about how you move into other markets, but expose the warm okay. leads that you currently have. And your warmest leads are your family and your friends and and people like me. Okay. I mean, you called me. Uh, there may be, you know, thousands of people that are listening right now and uh, they should check you out. So it's ready, ready. Teddy, check my brother out and see what he can do and what he can customize. And I think by getting your word out like that, uh, that's getting through your inventory. Do you have a lot in your inventory now?
1: I've only got about a handful now. Yeah, last week was a pretty busy week, so I have, to have about four, or five now, and I have a couple more orders I have to fill out.
3: And then, how long does it take you to turn a, turn an order around? So, if I ordered fifty of them, how how long would it take to get those fifty? Um,
5: that's
1: going to be a while. Right now, I'm pretty small, so I may be doing two, three, four, five at a time.
3: Mhm. Yeah. So yes, sir. That's where you're gonna. Um, that's where you're gonna have to find that middle ground because if somebody wants Mm -hmm. to order 50 of them you got to be able to get that to them in less than two weeks right so it sounds to me like what you really need is capital you don't really have a business yet um you know because you don't have inventory you don't have capital you need capital so you can buy enough inventory and do enough marketing so when people do come your way they can actually order something and get it in a timely fashion does that make sense okay Yes sir. So you might want to look at a plan of how much capital do I need? What kind of loan can I get? Do I need 10,000? You know, do I need 50,000? What do I need? Now I'm going to give you one other idea. I want you to go on my website and find my uh email address, all right? And shoot me an email, remind me of who you are and uh let's think about how you get that capital. How do you get this business rolling? Is that is that good, Rico? That's great. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. God bless you. I'm coming back in just three minutes. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We'll be right back.
4: Why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diglu Hailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio Show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call one 800 933 Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc
3: have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately well let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke that's james mccullum he's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the lord when i have need of legal advice i have contacted james mccullum if you need legal representation contact james mccullum at 301-864-6070 that's attorney james mccullum at 301-864-6070 and that's no joke and welcome back it's real talk with dr david anderson how in the world are you today i sure hope you're enjoying time with me i'm loving it with you we're talking about barriers to good and great success what are your barriers to achieving good or great success i'd love to talk to you about it if you want to hang out with me here's my number triple eight four three bridge all right, let's go back to the phone lines. Talk to Dean. He's in Silver Spring, Maryland. Hey, Dean, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing?
7: Hi, Dr. Anderson. You're doing a fantastic job. I want to let you know that first. Thank you. And um, how are you doing?
3: Oh, I'm doing so well, and I'm so glad that you're hanging out with me today. How can I serve you? What's your comment yes. or question?
7: Uh, my comment is I have a theology. I'm a theology graduate, and I did not pursue in that uh, line right now i am a rehab counselor mm-hmm. and uh, i want to get back and uh, get some homiletics done mm-hmm. and i want to get back on teaching and train people on homiletics. Uh, what should i do because i'm not getting motivated uh, from any side so what should i do
3: well the good news is that you have a theology degree i mean that's awesome so really what you want to do yes, yes. so i guess what you want to do is teach is that what i'm hearing Do you want to teach? Te- yeah. Do you want to teach?
7: I want to do specialize in homiletics.
3: Okay. So do you? So you want homiletics is the art of preaching. Do you want to teach preaching, yes, yes. or do you want to learn how to preach?
7: Yes. I want to learn how to preach and also teach preaching.
3: Understand. Do you preach now?
7: No. I'm more or less of a counselor. Yeah. Trying to teach life skills to people who are. In need.
3: Are you a part of a church anywhere?
7: I, I do go to church, and I'm a director for uh, choir, director for the kids, and I do a little bit of Bible teaching now and then.
3: Okay, so what you need to do is get yourself preaching. The best way to learn how to preach is to okay. do it. Um, you already have the theology degree; you now just have to turn it from orthodoxy to orthopraxis. And orthopraxis means that you're you're literally practicing what you're believing and so you have to teach us how to live out that theology but you've got to have you've got to exercise it so figure out how you can start preaching and teaching uh whether that's in your I'm, I'm, I'm,
7: I'm, a problem with me is i'm having a, a problem of confidence and i really want to do that uh preaching is there a preaching school
3: well i mean there are homiletic courses at different schools so uh you know there may be uh a Philadelphia College of the Bible, for instance. I think they're the ones that took uh, over Washington Bible College, which was in Lanham, Maryland. You'll have to research online uh-huh. to f- find a couple of Christian schools that actually teach uh, homiletics. So I would do some research and put in homiletics uh, in uh, the Google search and, and find out some schools that have the program and find out if they audit. Uh, what that means is you don't have to pay for the you don't have to do the work. But you can sit in on the classes.
7: Oh, okay. audit. right. Yeah, okay. And uh, will they teach me also how to uh, uh, plan the uh, plan this talk?
3: Yeah. If you, if you, if you take talks? a basic homiletics course, they will teach you how to organize a talk. I'd also consider taking a speech class at a local community college because preaching is oh, not Okay,
7: that will be good. Yeah, okay.
3: preaching is not just about uh organizing a text. Preaching is an art of taking the truth, simplifying it and communicating it in a way that people get it. And so I think a good communications or speech course can help you tremendously. Okay. So go Oh, that's
7: a nice one. That's a nice one. Yeah,
3: I think that'll be so helpful take to a speech
7: you. Speech class first.
3: I think so. I think that'd be really good for you.
7: Speech class will they help me to uh, move on and
3: do the homelytics, right? There you go. That'll, uh, that'll help get you started. Uh, do I do the same uh, at
7: the same time, or do I have to do uh, first speech class and well, then homelytics? It
3: depends how much money you have and how much time you have. Uh, if you have uh, the time and the money, then enter into a, a uh, curriculum where you can pay for a year or two. But if you don't have the time and the money, just take one class at a time. Whatever one's easier and closer. Yeah, I just want to
7: take one class at a time. I have money for a class, one class,
3: Okay, so that's what I would do. Do the research, find out where you can go, and whatever one makes more sense to you financially and geographically, get started mm-hmm. learning how to publicly communicate, okay?
7: Do do we, do we have any of these schools in uh, Washington, D.C. or Maryland?
3: I'm sure they do, but I don't have it on the tip of my tongue, but I'm going to put it back on you to go do the research, okay? Okay. All right, Dean. That'll be good. Blessings to you. Thank you. You've got it. All right, let's go to Upper Marlboro, Maryland. I've got Sheila on the line. Hello, Miss Sheila, how are you? Sheila, are you there? Going once, going twice, looks like I miss you. Let's go to Cher in Bristol, Maryland. Hello, Miss Cher, how are you?
8: Hi, Dr. Anderson, I'm great. How are you? I'm
3: doing wonderful. Welcome. How can I serve you?
8: Well, my question is... Um, it has to do with your topic of opposition and how do you deal with family opposition to your success? I mean, it's easy to kind of ignore, you know, those on yeah. the outside, but when you have family or spouse who, um, I don't know what you call it. They get, a, I don't know, jealous. Is uh-huh. that a good word to say? It of, is. of your success. It and how do you deal with that?
3: It depends on who the family member is. Are you telling me it's your spouse?
8: Yes. yes, uh-huh. Yes. Yes. And yes, and, yes, and yes. Ha-
3: have has your spouse already been jealous based on the success you already have? Yes. Uh huh. Do you make more money than your spouse?
8: I have.
3: You have in the past, but you're not right now.
8: No, because when I no because no.
3: So you're not in now, and so everything's pretty peaceful right now. Yes. Uh huh. I get it. So when you were making more money, it was a problem. Now that you make less money, it seems like everything's in order in the house, right? Yeah, Yeah, so you have what we call an insecure husband. (laughs) I hate to put it it like that, but the bottom line is I think that until he feels like he can handle a woman that is making more money than him and doing better than him, he's intimidated, until he can uh, get over that, you're going to have a real problem here. I I think you have to choose your marriage and try to succeed in a way that you're not making more than him or you make him feel like y'all are doing it together. Um, If you can make them feel like y'all are doing it together and, honey, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? You're so smart. I need your brain on this. How can we make this money together? What would you want me to do? Uh, Like, if you can have that kind of conversation. So he buys into it. He's owning it with you. Now, Mm -hmm. Now he's using you, if I could put it that way, to make more money for the whole household. But it's kind of like our money, and he's the one to kind of help make it happen. That's the only way I can mm-hmm. see this strategically working. Uh, if, But if, working. You, if you go out and go succeed and make all this money, uh, he's going to have an issue with it. And I, I guess you've already had a taste of that, haven't you?
8: Yes, yes. I mean, I have great ideas and inventions, and it's like mm-hmm. it's almost I can't be my creative self. So it's, yeah. it's it's, it's been a struggle.
3: It's got to be, and I'm really sorry to, sorry to hear that you don't have a husband that can lift you up to help you do it. Again, I think you may have to strategically go to him and say, Hey, honey, I'd love to do this. What do you think? It, like get his right. advice. And you are so right. smart. Well, wow, I never really thought about that. Okay, so how would you do it if you wanted to? Well, would you be okay with that or you don't like that? You know, if he's on the ground floor and he feels like he owns it, I think that gets you a lot further uh, than saying you're stifling my creativity and I can't I can't fly because right. you're, you're clipping my wings. Is that helpful? Right.
8: Okay, that that's very helpful. It, it means I'm gonna have to think about how I how I so <laughs> I, I come out with, with what I think. So yeah, yeah, I can do that. Yep. Absolutely, okay. absolutely, I'm sure. You're I'm already sure. smart. But thank you, you. You're already
3: smart. I can tell. You're already creative. I can tell. That's right. So therefore, now I need that's you to right. use use that brain and use that creativity to get him to the answer that you desire. Because you already know where you want to go. Now you want to go get his buy-in. And the way you get his buy-in is start asking him for advice. And as he gives for you advice and yeah. as he gives you consultation, you can kind of you know, help him move toward what you kind of already see. And he'll have other good ideas that maybe you didn't see something. But at least that way, you two are doing it together. What do you think?
8: Together. I think
3: that's awesome. I'm going to try it. Oh, There you go, Sharp. I'm going to try it. Thank you so much. Lord bless (laughs) you. Thank you. You got it. I'm going to run to my commercial break. I'll be right back.
0: W.A.V.A.'s Chris Roth here, and summer is just around the corner. We've got to get ready for it now, right? Kids are going to be out of school soon, right? And probably coming into the house with wet and muddy feet. Are your floors ready for them? Get new, stain and water-resistant floors from 50 Floor. Now, 50 Floor's process is simple and easy. They're going to bring the showroom to you with a wide variety of flooring options. No reason to drive all over town. Also, on the day of installation, you don't have to lift a finger. You don't have to move furniture either, for that matter. They're going to do it all for you. Move your furniture, take up and haul away your old floors, install the new floors, clean up, and then leave. And now until the end of the month, 50 Floor is offering their free installation sale on all carpet, hardwood, laminate, and vinyl. Plus, use the promo code WAVA. You'll receive an extra $100 off. And if your balance is paid in full within the terms of the agreement, 50 Floor can offer interest-free financing. Eight seven seven fifty 50 floor or head to 50floor.com. Call
2: 877-50-FLOOR. Pick the phone, we'll be knocking at your door.
9: Details
0: and licensure at 50floor.com.
9: or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105.
0: My story includes multiple physical and emotional affairs. Every day, men struggle with sexual integrity, impure thoughts, strip clubs, pornography. My wife found out that I had betrayed her. She insisted that I would go to the Every Man's Battle. Find hope today at New Life's Every Man's Battle workshop. There's just something about the way that you meet in a large group, and then whenever you get into the smaller breakout groups, and the sharing and the information that is given there is just something that I've never experienced before. Now the workshop is coming to Washington D.C. June 1st through the 3rd. Call 1-800 NEW LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433 or online at newlife.com. This is the first time in my life that I ever felt comfortable in sharing the real me with other men. In my mind it is one of the most critical things that a guy can do in his recovery. 1-800 N-E-W LIFE
2: This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the Donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com.
3: And I'm always appreciative of your gifts, so thank you so very much. And by the way, earlier uh, we were talking about homiletics courses and Bible courses, and I said that uh, Philadelphia College of the Bible uh, bought uh, Washington Bible College. I was incorrect. Thank you, Gregory Wardlow, on my Facebook page. And by the way, if you have information you want to connect with me on my Facebook page, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. It's Lancaster Bible College in Capitol Seminary. Uh, they're the ones that, uh, I guess, took over the Washington Bible College in Lanham. So Lancaster Bible College, there you have it. All right, and uh, Tina Jones says she's launched a website back in 2008. You may want to check that out. You can find her on my Facebook, as well as uh, Andrew A. Altman. He is the owner of uh, Best Buy Waterproofing, and so uh, you want to check him out as well. Hey, listen, let's see if I can get in a call before we go. Sheila called earlier. Let's see if we can get her again. Hello, Sheila.
10: Hi, Dr. Anderson.
3: Welcome from Upper Marlboro, Maryland. How can I serve you today?
10: Hi. um, Thanks for taking my call, and I I was on earlier, but the call dropped. Okay.
3: No worries. That I got back on. I am too. I'll
10: make this real quick. Okay. I I have a nonprofit organization um, that I am trying to um, get men more involved um, in the passion of the organization, Mm -hmm. Um, and I just wanted your thoughts on maybe some ideas on how to get men. Um, involved and the, um and I'll tell you real quick if I have a moment. Sure, what's um, the organization? The I am, yeah, it's called the I Am Project. Okay, um, and and the and the organization exists to promote awareness, uh, to bring awareness to human trafficking
6: uh-huh. um,
10: and sexual violence against girls and um, and women. Um, and uh, so I I just I have a, a I'm, I'm new. It's only about a year old. I have a great uh, support system, a small team of folks that are supporting me, and I do a lot of fundraisers um, to uh, to to make money because we're trying to purchase a home for runaway gotcha. girls and also women right. um, who have been victimized.
3: So let me jump in really quickly to the specific question. How do I get more men involved when it comes to human trafficking? Men want to be involved, and at the same time, they feel a little bit guilty and ashamed based on whatever their past is. So let me tell you what to do. Uh, start a program for cool guys. You can, you got to think of a name that would be a name for cool guys who support uh, little girls. All right, and come up with a name in a program okay. that says uh, you know something like Cool Men uh, Care Too. Right. And you do a campaign. Uh, Cool men care, too. And then you you uh, market that on social media and say, I'm trying to get 100 men who actually care. Are you one of them? They'll Uh when you do something like that, that kind of generates. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm a cool guy that cares, too. But if you just put out there, hey, I'm doing something for human trafficking, they're going to be like, yeah, I support it. But it's not like a passion for me. So the way you make it a passion is when you put a name on it like that and you try to get men to challenge men. Can I get 100 men who are cool men who care too? That's the kind of program I think that would be kind of uh, exciting. Okay, Sheila? Excellent. Thank you so
10: much. I'm going to use that. Is that okay?
3: Please do. That's why I gave it to you, my sister. God bless you. And, Lord, as we end this program, we just pray for Sheila. We pray for every person under the sound of my voice. Help them to be a good success. In Jesus' name we pray.